Welcome to Art of the Kickstart, your source for crowdfunding campaign success. I'm your host, Roy Morjan, president of Inventus Partners, the top full-service turnkey product development and crowdfunding marketing agency in the world. We have helped startups raise over $100 million for our clients since 2010. Each week, I'll interview a crowdfunding success story, an inspirational entrepreneur, or a business expert in order to help you take your startup to the next level with crowdfunding. Art of the Kickstart is honored to be sponsored by Backerkit and the Gadget Flow. Backerkit makes software that crowdfunding project creators use to survey backers, organize data, and manage orders for fulfillment by automating your operations and helping you print and ship faster. The Gadget Flow is a product discovery platform that helps you discover, save, and buy awesome products. It is the ultimate buyer's guide for luxury gadgets and creative gifts. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Art of the Kickstart. Today I am talking with Thomas, the co-founder and head of communications at ReClouder. Thomas, thank you so much for joining us today on Art of the Kickstart. Thank you for having me. So I'm really excited about this innovation and to talk to our audience about this. You and your other co-founders have created the easiest way to store, sync, and share audio recordings. Uh, You have an upcoming launch that will be on Indiegogo. So I'm really excited to talk about, you know, where did this inspiration to create ReClouder started? Where did you get, you know, into the music industry and create this, in, you know, this new innovation? Okay, well, I can uh, explain uh, briefly. Uh, ReClouder is, uh, is a project that is part of the CME company. And uh, CME runs multiple projects uh, with the motto, uh, music has value. And uh, our goal is to develop hardware and software and cloud solutions uh, that benefit independent creators, such as musicians and filmmakers and and people like that, to improve their workflow and to offer them monetization solutions. So that's basically what we do as uh, CME. And when we were working on one of the other projects, and we were designing a promotion campaign, a marketing campaign, Uh, we decided to shoot a video with uh, multiple cameras and a live band on stage. And when we were running this project, we found out that setting up this recording environment uh, for multiple sound sources, uh, like a band, and with multiple camera angles was really complex and uh, time-consuming. And uh, also brought a lot of frustration to the team. So at that point, we found out that all audio recording solutions are centralized. Uh, This means that they need to be operated by a single person that owns all the expertise and experience to work with such recording system. So we thought... Okay, this is uh, this is this is a, a quite a complex situation because we need to spend uh, uh, extra money to hire such an educated person, and so we ask ourselves, you know, uh, maybe this is the reason why there is not that much high quality uh, live music available online, and at the same time we thought live music and the live music experience is maybe the best way to experience music. So that's why we came up with ReClouder. And that is a solution that is uh, really easy to operate by any creator. 
so it fits the workflow of a musician and uh, a filmmaker and uh, it's uh, it it um how do you say it is it it offers a solution to record high quality audio for any creator without any technical knowledge so uh, the reclouder is a recording book that offers a solution that saves time money and uh, actually gives any creator access to the entire production process uh, no matter the technical, the level of technical lo- uh, knowledge. Beautiful. So when you guys were creating ReClouder, what did that process look like? How did you guys go about deciding what features to include, how to design it, and then also a built-in companion app that goes along with it? Well, there were some things that, uh, that were important for us. The first thing is we wanted to deliver a recording box that was focused on recording. So we didn't want to find a substitute for the already uh, available microphones or for the already available cameras in the market. We wanted to create a preempt box that offered a solution for high-quality recording. And during the process, we wanted to find a solution for as many creators as possible. So we created something, a, a, a smart recording solution that is that offers uh, that fits the workflow of both musicians as well as uh, filmmaker, but also any other creator that works in the audio world, like uh, podcasters <laughs> or uh, public speakers. So uh, we work in a pretty agile way. Uh, that's one of our trademarks. So it's really important for us that we come up with ideas and then immediately test and get feedback from the online community. That's why we we work with a crowdfunding campaign because we were really interested in uh, what people and the potential users of our product think of it. uh, During that, we found uh, that we needed to adjust our system a bit. What we did is create a, a box and expanded it with today the, the modern technology. So that's why we chose to add a cloud service to it so that we can uh, keep developing this cloud service to the needs of our customers. Yeah, that's basically it. Impressive. Any challenges along the way? You know, given that you guys have been developing products before, I'm sure you have a fairly uh, good uh, you know, implementation system in place, but any challenges while designing the product or developing the app at the same time? Um, yes, of course, there are challenges uh, because developing a new product is quite uh, expensive. We need uh, high-quality high uh, uh, software developers, uh, app developers, uh, cloud developers, but also hardware developers. And so it's a, a, a large team of people. And because we... Uh, are this agile uh, team that that really thrives on the feedback we get from the community. We uh, we encountered uh, much feedback from uh, online from uh, potential users, and that made us uh, adjust uh, a few things along the way. Because we also wanted to offer a solution to as many creatives uh, as we could, so we wanted to keep it as open as possible. But yeah, at some point, we want to. M- keep the price as low as possible so and we cannot please everybody so we have to make decisions to leave things out and uh, to focus on particular points 
Absolutely. So in talking about the upcoming Indiegogo campaign, you know, one of the biggest questions that we always get from our audience and our listeners and the entrepreneurs and startups that are in this community is, you know, deciding on which platform to launch on, whether it be Kickstarter or Indiegogo. So given that you guys are launching on Indiegogo, what was the the process around that in terms of deciding which platform to launch on? For um, for me, uh, this is a quite a personal uh idea behind Indiegogo, uh, there are two things that, as far as I know, are different uh, in Indiegogo compared to any other platform is one that we can offer secret link to early uh, backers. So as I said before, we we need the communication with, uh, with, uh, with our community. And so we, to prove our concept, we, we provided them a way to already deposit $10 and get a discount when the crowdfunding campaign started. So it, that we could see in the beginning, in an early stage, like are people really wanting to invest or buy or purchase our product already, what we have now? So we needed that proof of concept uh, in an early stage and Indiegogo was one uh, way to do that. And another uh, decision point was that uh, we... With Indiegogo, we can expand um, the the sales process. Uh, I'm not I'm not English, so sometimes I cannot find the right right word. But uh, after the campaign ends, we still have an environment where we can uh, sell our product. Oh, to stay in demand, you mean? Yeah, to stay in demand. Exactly. Yeah. Got it. So let's talk a little bit about you had mentioned. You know, getting customers to potentially pre-purchase or put a a $10 deposit down on the product before it goes live to gauge interest. You know, what were some of the other prep work or marketing uh, endeavors that you guys took on leading up to the Indiegogo campaign launch next week? Well, as as we do with our product, we want to design uh, a cutting edge uh, technology. uh, And uh, also with our marketing, we do the same. We have uh, myself and uh, the head of marketing are really dedicated to find uh, the newest ways to uh, promote. Uh, so w- we decided to, to, to shift away from uh, the traditional mailing list uh, newsletter uh, cons- construction, like w- with lead generation, to the more uh, modern form. It's a simultaneous uh, uh, tragic, so we offer both, of uh, uh, Facebook Messenger. Because we saw that that with Facebook Messenger, we can reach a lot of people within Facebook, with Facebook advertisement, and we can build a list there. Uh, so in the beginning, this was quite uh, quite interesting because it, uh, the Messenger environment also gives us many opportunities to directly communicate without sending emails with just one click. But we can ask several questions. We can offer multiple clicks, uh, and we can offer a really interesting uh, flow to our fans <laughs> to our followers is the correct word and so we were really happy with uh, with what facebook offers us with the messenger system the only problem is that uh, with facebook is that they have uh, uh, this thing that they can uh, change the rules uh, while while playing the game so along the way, they changed uh, many uh, uh, ways to communicate uh, with uh, with your messenger back uh, list. So uh, that that uh, that was a bit of a challenge along the way. 
Interesting. Yeah. So that's great that you're using, you know, messenger chat. I don't think a lot of our audience has dived in, dove into that, you know, in terms of an additional marketing opportunity to truly have a conversation with your crowd and with your community before launch, engaging and getting, you know, information from them, giving them information about it and potentially seeing different ways that they may be using this product before the campaign goes live. Exactly. That's exactly what we've done. And uh, that's that makes it really interesting because you are in some kind of chat environment. So you can ask uh, questions, they can leave comments, you can say they can give feedback, which is really important to us. They can say to us, well, I don't think this is a good product. And then we can ask them in the chat, uh, chat screen, why not? And why don't you think it will fit your workflow? And then uh, when we have the time to explain why we made some decisions and what we can do in the future, we have even have the opportunity to, to people who are, in, in, in the first case, don't really see the solution we offer, we do have the time to change their mind. And this exactly. is a really, really good process because the people who, who don't see the solution and take the time to communicate with, with, with us to explain that are maybe the most interesting uh, followers because, you know, uh, they can give us really valuable information to what we need to change to address uh, our solution to uh, a wider range of people. Yeah, and I think that's a critical point that a lot of people and startups miss is truly having that that feedback cycle or loop, you know, to have a constant communication with the community that you're building and the constituents that make up, you know, your user base um, that you're able to grow this product and, you know, have them become your brand evangelist because you truly did take the time to listen and have a one-to-one conversation with them and see how this product fits into their life and how you can potentially improve it when you make the next version. Yeah, yeah, that, that is that is really important for us. So it gives us information to which direction and which decisions uh, are, and which uh, pain points we need to discuss as a team, because uh, it's it's a it's a product for uh, creative people, uh, like the musicians and the filmmakers are really creative people. So, and every creative person has some kind of different workflow. So it's really complex to offer a solution for all. Uh, and that's why we are really interested in, okay, but why does this fit your workflow and why doesn't it fit your workflow and what can we do to make it better? I think uh, half of uh, the product uh, and the, the, the changes we've made were uh, were, were led from uh, feedback we got. Yeah, no, that's great. Uh, what tips would you have, Thomas, for someone else looking to build their company or start their company in this category in terms of manufacturing, marketing, or product development? That is a good question. What kind of tips? Well, I think the, the uh, my tip would be to start communicating with uh, any person outside of your team mm-hmm. uh, about your product and uh, to, to uh, gather as much feedback as you can and, and, and don't be afraid to uh, let, allow people to not like your product because that's, that's the most important part. These people don't see your solution. So then you can ask yourself, okay, what's not good enough about my product and what do I need to improve? Uh, and I think that's really important because... Otherwise, you end up in a, in a tunnel vision, you know, um, because. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more, Thomas. I think there are so many people that are out there that 
are pitching their idea to their friends and family and their friends and family are like, oh, that's the greatest idea. That's so good. You should go invest hundreds of thousands of dollars into that thing and bring it to market when your friends and family aren't usually going to be the people that are buying or purchasing that product. And you're just in this echo chamber of, you know, everybody said it was great. And then when the product goes live, nobody's there and none of your friends are backing the thing because they, they have no interest in the idea itself. No, so your friends and family are great, but not uh, not to develop products. <laughs> exactly. Solid tips there. Well, Thomas, you've been working with us at Inventus Partners for a while now. What were some of the biggest considerations that you guys and your team went through when choosing an agency to partner with for your upcoming Indiegogo campaign? Uh, well, in the first case, uh, the company CME had done a, a, a crowdfunding campaign before, uh, and they did it all by themselves. So the results were okay, but not great. So at the moment, we uh, started to develop Reclouder, and we thought we need to bring this to uh, a market uh, or a, uh, a wider audience than we can do ourselves. We started to consider that we needed uh, experts in the field of crowdfunding, uh, and we started to search online, and we came in contact with uh, with Inventus, and uh, our, uh, the most important decision is that we've made is that you are uh, experts on uh, Facebook uh, marketing, uh, lead generation, and you offer solutions in this way. And you have done many, and uh, people who know how Facebook advertisement works know it's about uh, the audience you have created. So you have uh, a history of a crowdfunding backers audience, and this is really valuable for us. Uh, plus, you have uh, experience in creating a, a successful crowdfunding campaign. And for instance, myself, I can do a lot of myself, but you know, it's always a lack of time uh, and uh, devotion. So uh, we, uh, I need to, we need to focus on developing the product and sharing our story. And we, we hire the experts in the crowdfunding to do the crowdfunding. It's, it's, it's absolutely it's similar, like. Uh, you know, I can learn how to, uh, to, to code an app, but it will take a long time. So uh, it's better to hire somebody who already can do that. Absolutely. Well, Thomas, this is going to get us into our launch round where I'm going to rapid fire a handful of questions at you. You ready to go? Yes, uh, let's go. <laughs> so what inspired you to be an entrepreneur? Ooh. <laughs> Um, I want to be uh, independent and take care of my, myself. And that the, to, to be an entrepreneur means that you can do and create things yourselves and be responsible for everything you do. And I just love that. So if you could jam with any entrepreneur throughout history, who would it be? I have no idea. <laughs> I, don't, I don't look up to uh, people in particular. Um, okay. So I don't, uh, don't, and I don't have anybody ready for you to answer this question. Favorite musician of all time? Shook. Okay. Um, <laughs> who did you look up to growing up? Um, well, also a good question. I think my mother, because she took care of the whole family by herself. Absolutely. Uh, any book you would recommend to our listeners? Well, I was just uh, finishing uh, the book and uh, I, I'm looking for the title, but uh, I think it's called uh, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Yes. Great read. <laughs> Big, bright orange cover, right? <laughs> yes. And uh, there's a new one with me on the table. 
which is ready to be read. I think it's everything is fucked or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, sensing I, a theme here, Thomas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the title, but I read the book and I thought, yeah, 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 I can relate to this book. It's a good book. There one. you go. Where do you see yourself in five years? Well, I have my own company, so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I have my own uh, marketing agency and I work in uh, music marketing and management and I love the world of music. So uh, I see myself um, and my company growing in this, uh, this particular way and uh, I'm doing uh, pretty well, so uh, I'm okay as it is. So if I can be healthy and in the same place as I am now, I'm already really, really happy. Beautiful. Last question, Thomas. And I know the campaign hasn't gone live yet, but I'll ask it anyway. What does the future of crowdfunding look like? Ooh, um, that's a difficult question also. Um, I don't have a direct answer. Sorry. That's okay. I know we haven't launched the campaign yet, but it will be live soon. So... Thomas, this yeah, has yeah, been, yeah. you know, this has been really enjoyable. I think our audience is going to love this. This is your opportunity to give the audience your pitch, tell people where, what you're all about, where the people should go, and why they should check out Reclouder. Well, Reclouder is a, a hybrid recording solution. It's in essence of a high-quality field recorder, and we added cloud automation to keep developing and offer an online solution which can keep adapting to the needs of our customers. And we are the first company that offers a decentralized recording solution because we haven't discussed it yet, but you can link recloders through Bluetooth and you can record multi-track and that suits the needs of uh, not only live musicians on stage, but also multi-camera projects. Beautiful. Well, audience, thanks again for tuning in. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com for the notes, the transcript, links to the campaign over on Indiegogo, and everything else we talked about today. And thank you again to our crowdfunding podcast sponsors, The Gadget Flow and BackerKit. Thomas, thank you so much for joining us today on Art of the Kickstart. Thank you for having me. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Art of the Kickstart, the show about building a business, world, and life with crowdfunding. If you've enjoyed today's episode, awesome. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com and tell us all about it. There you'll find additional information about past episodes, our Kickstarter guide to crushing it. And of course, if you love this episode a lot, leave us a review at artofthekickstart.com slash iTunes. It helps more inventors, entrepreneurs, and startups find this show and helps us get better guests to help you build a better business. If you need more hands-on crowdfunding strategy advice, please feel free to request a quote on inventuspartners.com. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you again next week.